0: petersfield's shine radio this week's shine recipe comes from strood i am again with my great friend and fellow shine volunteer kate fairweather i was fortunate enough to be a guest at her home and having a lovely informal supper and that's what i really want to inspire you with this week shine radio listeners informal suppers I want to inspire with ideas for pudding, a pudding for an informal supper. Kate is great at this, and Kate is going to tell me what, what, what informal pudding... Well, it's more a cake, but an, you served it as pudding. What informal pudding are we talking about this week, Kate?
1: Well, I think because you're from the north, Noni, you would call this parkin, <laughs> But I call this gingerbread. And it is the stickiest, most luscious gingerbread. Um, it comes from Nigella's um, How to Eat. And, um, and I love it because it's so versatile. <laughs> so we were sitting around the table when you were with us a couple of Saturdays ago, wasn't it? Yes. And, um, and I wasn't quite sure how to reel off the options about how you eat this gingerbread. Because you can, of course, eat it as a piece of cake. Like you you would on a cold winter's day with a little damson gin or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) if you were outside in your garden, you might think, oh yeah, lovely slice of that.
0: Just plain as well. That's the great thing about it.
1: Now, lots of people, including some of my family, um, would say that a thin layer of butter on gingerbread or Parkin would also be delicious. But, of course, you can also serve it as a kind of pudding. And when I do that as a kind of pudding, I would serve it warm with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. And because it's got stem ginger in it, you know, that comes in a jar with that very gingery sweet syrup around (laughs) it, you can warm up the syrup and pour that over the ice cream. So you've kind of got a look There's something for everyone here. I feel... You know how I like... um, Naughtiness. Flexi- no, no, Lots flexibility. Lots of naughtiness. Flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best way to eat it is how Nigella recommends eating it. And I somehow feel it's very Yorkshire.
0: Well, I have to say that... It is stunning, the way you served it.
1: Well, you haven't said how it was served yet. No, you're going to tell me. Which was with a slice of crumbly Wenslerdale. And it reminds me of an old saying of my mother's, who's from Yorkshire. She always used to say, an apple pie without the cheese is like a kiss without the squeeze. But I feel that gingerbread without the cheese is like a kiss without the squeeze. That's what I think, anyway.
0: And you also had a plethora of figs.
1: Yes, but when I brought it out, there were these kind of slightly, kind of, really? Looks around the table when I explained the cheese and the slice of gingerbread option. But? And there were at least four of us, and there were only six of us, I think, around the table. Or maybe eight. He said, oh, gingerbread And Wenslerdale. I've never had that before. (laughs) I think all the guests said that. I think they did. So I think you want to try it like this and if it works for you then you will fall in love with it as I am and if it doesn't then I highly recommend a scoop of vanilla ice cream and some ginger syrup over the top.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to give you the recipe but first of all there's a very very big you've got to do it ahead of time haven't you?
1: Oh yes. Now really you need it two days ahead of time and that to me is a big advantage because if you're cooking on Saturday if you can rustle up your gingerbread on Wednesday evening that's job done and you don't have to think about anything just buy a few figs from petersfield market and why is that why do you have to cook it ahead of time because like a lot of these slightly stickier cakes you have the same with jamaica rum cake or orange blossom cake even if you're feeling a bit greek as i know you are from time to time (laughs) (laughs) always (laughs) Uh, greek yeah They're just—it's just one of those cakes that you wrap up in greaseproof paper and then you wrap up in foil, and I just leave it in the fridge for a couple of days, and it somehow—I don't know—coagulates, gets a bit denser, a bit kind of, yeah, just just more more satisfying.
0: Yeah, a bit stickier, exactly. (laughs) Okay, now, Kate, how do you put it together?
1: First thing is, I'm going to give you the ingredients, um, but I'm also going to say, although I think Nigella says this, so if you've got a book, you won't need me to tell you, don't get freaked out by the fact that it looks like a batter when you first made it. It looks like there is no way it could actually end up a really dense, sticky gingerbread, (laughs) but it does, so this is what you need. And Nigella credits The Baking Book by Linda Collister and Anthony Blake. 230 grams of self-raising flour, one teaspoon of bicarb of soda, and then one tablespoon of ground ginger, same of ground cinnamon, a teaspoon of ground mixed spice, and then 110 grams of unsalted butter, and of black treacle or molasses. I use black treacle because I like it quite dense, but I've made it with molasses too, and it's equally delicious. Just slightly less dark. If you like licorice, then you'll like it with the black treacle. Same again, 110 grams of golden syrup, and same again of light or dark muscovado sugar. But I just used demerara the other night because it's what I had. 280 mils of full-fat milk and 45 grams of stem ginger, which is the kind of ginger that you see preserved in syrup in a jar, with the aforementioned syrup that you could pour over your ice cream, and one egg beaten, obviously. This makes quite a big loaf, Um, so 900 gram-ish loaf tin, um, that's probably around 23 centimetres by 11, uh, and you preheat the oven to 180, you sift all the dry stuff, that's the bicarb, the flour and all the spices into a big mixing bowl, you add the diced butter and you rub it with your fingers as if you're making a crumble. You know, so it kind of comes out like uh, crumbs. You could do that in a processor, I'm sure. I just do it the traditional way. You melt the treacle and the syrup in a little saucepan and you leave to cool and meanwhile you dissolve the sugar in the milk over a low heat and you stir occasionally and you add the stem ginger you grate it I do this on the finest bit of the grater and you add it to the flour mixture and stir really well because it can be a bit kind of lumpy and then um, you whisk in the milk mixture into the flour mixture and then you mix in the treacle mixture and that's lowering the temperature of the mix and the batter so that when you add your Beaten egg, it won't cook. And you just, you know, thoroughly blend it, and it's like a batter, as I say. Pour it into the tin and bake for one and a quarter hours, and you start checking after 45 minutes because uh unpredictable, depending on how your oven is. Nigella says don't panic because it goes all runny before it's ready, and then when it is ready, it suddenly rises wonderfully thanks to all that self raising flour, uh, and you just turn it out when it's cool, wrap it up in grease proof and foil, and I just shove it in fridge for at least 48 hours so it gets properly satisfyingly satisfyingly sticky, sticky. <laughs> and serve <laughs>
0: as we said with
1: Wensleydale
0: and some sliced fruit and it is absolutely stunning so we're going to publish Kate's recipe or Nigella's recipe on shineradio.uk so go and check
1: out this week's shine recipe and its ingredients right there enjoy This Sunday, Shine Radio is live in the square for the Petersfield Christmas Festival.
0: Come and meet the team and find out all the ways that you make it shine.
1: Put faces to the voices you hear on Shine Radio every day.
0: Or sign up as a new radio volunteer.
1: And because we're broadcasting direct from the event, you could find yourself on the radio. Find us all outside the post office from 10am this Sunday. Shine Radio at the Petersfield Christmas Festival.